0: Hello and welcome to episode number 98 of the Petty Paisley podcast. It's been an incredibly eventful week in Heart of Midlothian's time and it's not really slowing down at all because we've got a lot coming up this week as well. So, plenty to talk about and as ever, I, Daniel McIver, am joined by Adam Kennedy to do so. Adam, how are you doing in that very snazzy kit?
1: Thanks very much mate. Yeah, got gone, uh, gone a wee bit retro this week. Um, and it sounded, actually, my audio as though I was recording off God <laughs> knows what. So I can only apologise. Uh, I have upgraded back to the Blue Snowball this week, so fingers crossed we're in a better shape. Hopefully I'm sounding better. Uh, and, albeit, we're actually discussing a, a couple of annoyances this week, I think, if we have being honest, since last Thursday. But, hey-ho, you, you, you take that off with the smooth supporting hearts. You know that, I know that, but how are you?
0: I'm doing alright, doing <laughs> okay, it's just, nice. it's, it's very eventful as I say, there's a lot going on, so trying to work out what we could fit into this has been an interesting <laughs> time, but there is no better place to start than last Thursday, Hartman Lothian had their first European game in six years, as we travelled to Switzerland, not quite Zurich, St Gallen, <laughs> as Hearts took on FC Zurich in our first Europa League playoff draw. And, first of all, we'll mention that it just looked really fun (laughs) to be over there.
1: Yeah, I I had severe FOMO, I can't lie. Um, A lot of people didn't seem to realise that we were playing in St Gallen. I, I don't think the Go Radio Football Show picked up on it. The BBC hopefully did, given that they were there. But, yeah... I funny time um, but look an absolute blast I can't lie I was looking at lots of photos lots of videos with a wee bit of envy not a good load that went over seemingly had a blast despite the performance stroke result uh, but we're firmly in the tie so we'd have taken that prior to the game and back to Time Castle we go I, I can't wait for Thursday night personally
0: well there's your entire review <laughs> of the game done in 30 seconds but we'll just go through the semantics of it just in case because the first talking point was the team. The team came out, and it was clear <laughs> that
1: some changes oh, yeah. had been
0: made. Um, Robbie changed shape from the four-two-three-one that had done so well against Dundee United. At the weekend, we changed two, the three at the back, which was the big discussion amongst the fan base. Hearts lined up with Gordon and Goals, Halkett, Kingsley, and Rolls, Cochrane, and Atkinson as the wing backs, Devlin and harring and then grant with shankland and mackay in a three four one one a three five two a three whatever you want to call it really it was a three when you saw the team what did you think the main summary i saw of it online was that it was too defensive what did
1: you make of it i was surprised stroke somewhat frustrated to realise that we'd gone to a 3 at the back I think that was only due to them playing a 3-4-3 three, three. Robbie yep. does as Robbie does and probably focuses more on the opposition than us I get it for this away leg um, but if you actually looked it over the piece was that the right thing to do? I, I don't know I, I feel as though at the start we were maybe a little bit pessimistic or cautious I, I don't know, I think the Two in support of Shankland up front. Mm -hmm. Again, I I was confused as to whether it was a 3-4-1-2, come 3-5-2, a 3-4-3. I think that was the general consensus that Mackay and Grant were supporting Shankland. Um, Which is a weird one for me. uh, Because I actually thought we looked a lot better when the likes of Liam Boyce and Alan Forrest came on. But, yeah, I... I don't know it just seemed a little bit a little bit too conservative for me but again like in the first half what can i really say because we invited that pressure but scored against the run of play so it sort of counters the selection and game plan that we perhaps had i i it was a really funny one actually for me when i was watching it i was thinking this mob are they really that good? Are we making them look good by not imposing our own game upon the opposition? I'd I'd probably say that was the case.
0: Well, whatever game plan it was went completely out the window four minutes in as Craig Halkett stretched for a ball and immediately went down holding the back of his leg. For me, I have two questions for you. One, how much do you think that affected us? And two... How much of that effect do you think was affected by who came on for him? Do
1: you know what? I actually don't think it affected us as much as I thought it would. Right. When I did see Toby Civic coming on, I was nervous given my criticism of him so far this season. But I actually thought he did okay. To be I honest, thought was right. I, I, yeah, I thought he, I thought he was decent, decent enough. Um... Halkett is a big blow for us, don't get me wrong. But in terms of what I was feeling as soon as Sibbett came on, I thought it could be a long evening. And that's not just solely down to him. I I don't think the three in the back suits him at all, if I'm honest.
0: I think it does when he's in the middle of it. He just looks so much more comfortable when he's in the middle of a three slash in the middle of the park. Well, Something about taking five yards to the right seems to make his head just go, I physically can't do this anymore.
1: I feel as though if he's in the middle of a three, he's probably sitting ahead of the other two centre-halves. Yeah, that's fair. And I think most will probably look at hearts and think, how bizarre is it that left-back has been a problem position for ages, yet now they're probably targeting our right-hand side as opposed to our left, with yeah. Atkinson, Stroke-Smith, and whoever's, in this case, Toby Civic, playing next to them? Because Kingsley and Cochran, you probably wouldn't... Like, you wouldn't feel as though you could get in behind more than on the other side, if you see what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I feel as though we actually coped somewhat okay. I don't think either of the goals were Toby Civic's doing. And considering this is a pretty tough game for him to be chucked into, I thought he coped pretty admirably, if I'm honest.
0: On the flip side, I think Halkett's injury has lost us this tie. I
1: think that... Oh, don't
0: say that. I think that the two goals we concede don't happen if Halkett's on the park. I think... That the general defensive organization is a lot more. S-
1: I see solid. what you're saying. He he's grown into a leader within this Hearts team. I think. yeah yeah Be- because his, think... his performances have gone up that level. That he just I don't know. He looks a lot more confident. Do you remember when like lockdown hit and then he just became massive? His shorts were enormous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he just looks in such a better nick. And I beg that while he's out injured, I know it's not for nearly as long. But that he doesn't yeah. go back to old habits, and hopefully he's back relatively soon. Because he, uh, this is testament to him as well. He's grown into the position. He's grown into being a solid centre back for Hearts, uh, and that's something that you probably wouldn't have said prior to lockdown hitting and what happening and um, what happened happening rather.
0: I think apart from Gordon, he's the worst player for us to lose because everywhere else we've got adequate replacements slash like-for-like like replacements. We have no other defender like Craig Halkett, just a stopper who will marshal everybody, win everything in the air, and do the dirty work. All the other defenders, I, re- I like, especially, as you say, the left-hand side, your Rolls, Kingsley, Cochran, but they're, they're a lot prettier footballers than Halkett. Yes. Like, they can be trusted to take the ball and move us forward, whereas Halkett is the only person that we have that is just... a an- Cochran... As well, but they're in different positions.
1: In a defensive sense, he's just as key. I still think you take out Barry McKay, we're probably not as threatening in an advanced situation. I think we're
0: not as threatening, but I think we can still score.
1: That's fair. And again, I still think if you take out Lauren Shanklin, given the form that Liam Boyce finds himself in, at this current minute in time, just of current form, are we quite as prolific? I, I don't think so. But that's nothing against Liam Boyce, because we've seen it he has peaks and troughs where he'll bag in a couple of games then won't score for a wee while and then he'll just be on a, a spree so hopefully we, he can refine some form ahead of Thursday um, because I didn't I, I thought he was poor against United but I thought the introduction of he and Forrest against Zurich altered things again in our favour perhaps with a couple opportunities but yeah I, I, I'm intrigued to see what formation and selection is like for this return leg because I don't know, a back four without Halkett is a wee bit a wee bit daunting
0: well we'll get to that sooner than later however that actually then turned in our favour as Nathaniel Atkinson gets into the box and in the live moment it seems that the play fizzles out and that, that was so weird. nothing's really <laughs> happening so but- weird in actual fact the referee turns and points to the spot and then upon watching a replay you see that actually their number six comes stampeding in and stamps on Atkinson's ankle and it is actually a clear penalty
1: Can I just say I know we'll get chatting about the weekend's match and other games within the cinch isn't it amazing what having a referee of a neutral nationality does for you in a continental match as opposed to a domestic game I mean, in fairness,
0: it wasn't the ref that got
1: it, but it. I mean, as a as a team of officials, a
0: coaching, yeah, yes, an, an officials they, team,
1: they've they've reached the correct conclusion. Which I, I, personally, at the time, I thought it was soft. And I see Lauren Shanklin wandering over to take the ball and I'm thinking, what what's happening yeah. here? Because even then, you listen back to the commentary. Liam McLeod doesn't have a clue what's going on. James McFadden James is like, McFadden, no penalty. James McFadden thinking, what is this happening here? So I was left bemused watching it. I'd, Obviously, like in the ground, Hearts fans must have had a, an idea that a penalty was being given. But for us at home watching on, I was like, "What on earth happened here?" Is he get? It, it appears as though he's given a spot of kick, but has he? Why has Shanklin got the ball? Oh, he has given a pen. Right, okay, that, nice. So yeah. I don't know. It, it was a delayed reaction, um, and again at the time I thought it was somewhat harsh until I saw the replay. Yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah Lauren Shankland steps up confident as you like great pen great pen especially considering that goalkeeper is six foot five and, goes and he right manages way. and he manages to get it as into the corner as he possibly can that is now Lauren Shanklin played five competitive games scored three set up one four three goal contributions of five games up until yeah, the weekend yeah last games yep.
1: I, and again like <laughs> I don't want to sound too pessimistic here, but I was thinking, regardless what happens in Europe, thank God that Connor Salmon is now no longer the last Hearts player to score in continental competition. That was an embarrassing six-year period for our club and that stat was probably up there with regards to one of the most embarrassing facts. So that's great. Well done.
0: And then you think keep it tight for ten minutes just Keep the ball. Yeah, let's see well. this
1: formation and selection come to fruition, as though we've set out a defensive game plan, limit them to opportunities, probably get to half time in an ideal world, and take it from there. But yeah, yeah. But
0: then the man, the man that I last week, I was so annoyed at being proven right, because last week I said their best player was Adrian Guerrero. From he's the good, volunteer. that boy, isn't he? He's very Ah, good. yes. He he's, is
1: quite good. Uh, he's, he's decent. I, I, I couldn't help but thinking, I know that there's been, prior to the weekend, talk of, like, Borna Barisic's future at Rangers. I was wondering if they were perhaps watching on and thinking, do you know what? If we lose Borna Barisic, depending on how much Forrest are willing to pay, I think that'd be a great wee replacement. But, I, I mean, what a goal. Yeah, and I hope, for his sake, that his ceiling's higher than Rangers.
0: Well the ball comes immediately after Craig Gordon's made a great save to keep it 1-0, but you could start seeing that, right, we've kind of sat deeper by a yard. We were having allowed, to ride
1: the storm weren't we? Yeah,
0: it's allowed everybody it's allowed everybody in, of an FC's Zurich persuasion to kind of put the fruit in the ball and calm down a wee bit and then, the most disappointing thing is that it's just a long ball over the top which we were susceptible to against Ross County opening day we were susceptible to against Hibbs in the Derby and we were susceptible to against the United it and you're adamant that
1: being there cancels that Halkett. out because he, he was obviously prominent in these other fixtures so I don't know if, whether it was just Halkett or if it's like why can't we deal with a long ball surely that's think, bread and butter stuff for, for a defence no?
0: I think Halkett deals with it because it's on his side The three centre-halves are incredibly narrow for some reason. I don't understand why. I've noticed this has been a transitional change when we go behind, slash when we concede. Our centre-backs suddenly tuck in. I don't like it because it exposes situations like this. Is that
1: because the wing-backs are expected to tuck that little bit further. No, back I think they actually go well. wider.
0: I think they go wider. But then and then surely that a gap. leaves
1: the spaces, yeah. And yeah, it creates side. a
0: gap, which we have seen in the last few <laughs> games has been our downfall because we will, we will speak about Nathaniel Atkinson, his first half performance at the end when I get to the end of the first half. He is caught under the ball completely, he's come across. Instead of Civic going across to meet it the other way, Atkinson's completely caught under the ball and just heads it straight up in the air. And it around now. Listen, it's a great finish. The finish is Good unbelievable. Goal. It's over his shoulder, leaves Gordon no chance. But it is that th- it's it's one long ball catching us out, and we now don't have Halkett to just head it away all the time.
1: And you sometimes get away with that if you're playing a lower end. Premiership yeah. side, or you know, a side in a lower league in the cup, there's no mugs when it comes to continental competition, yeah. and you know, that's probably the first main mistake that we've made. And albeit, we're punished for it right away, so it's a it's a harsh reality. Um, but take nothing away from the strike because, like you say, I mean, I don't think his eyes are even on the ball, he's let it come over his shoulder, no. hit it on the full volley, pass Gordon in a flash. Um, and speaking of pass Gordon in a flash. I'm sure that you'll know well two minutes later
0: two minutes later it's 2-1 FC Zurich a ball comes across and there's no other way of putting it Atkinson shites out a challenge and doesn't go up for it it then lands at the feet of the FC Zurich player fizzes it across the box Haring tries his best to get anything on it what that touch ends up doing is putting it in the path of I have no idea how he says his name but Jamali 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 I don't know I heard I Jamali
1: it. on commentary it's funny I was watching it thinking the two goal scorers have probably been their outstanding players their best players that yeah. that boy Jamali you could see um, is he the boy that played for Atalanta is it yes and, he is in the Serie A yeah. and you could yeah. you could tell that he's obviously played at a, a good level however many caps for Switzerland and, and what have you and Again, to the
0: Zurich Academy as well. Another, he's another, there, thunderous
1: th- a thunderous strike past, you know, one of our best academy uh, prospects once upon yeah. a time. But yeah,
0: he's an acres sh- of space. It's a shite,
1: Colton It really is. Yeah. Just like ricochet stramashes, just ah, uh, and annoying because again, having just been pegged back, like. You're expected to batten down the hatches as soon as we take the lead. Even more so having just conceded a goal. Um, and then 2-1 down, you're thinking, if this is 3 or 4, we've only got ourselves to blame here. Um, and then it probably was a good time for half time to hit. Because we're still in the game. We've tried to ride the storm as best as we can, albeit conceded two very preventable goals. Um... But again, like I, I didn't feel as though either side were at their best, so I don't really know how I'm feeling ahead of this second leg I feel as though if we can turn on the style, it actually could be a really memorable night for us but again fast start and just don't give them a sniff, that's that's all I ask for, it's going to be tough but I, I wouldn't feel as optimistic as I do if I didn't have the belief in the playing squad that I've got
0: well, there was definitely no belief in one individual because at halftime, the whole of Hearts Twitter and commentary and punditry, Ryan McGowan, one of them, <laughs> and ironically, as an Australian right-back, was all about the current Australian right-back in Nathaniel Atkinson. And, listen, I've been accused a lot of being harsh on Atkinson and I personally disagree, but perhaps at times I have been. I've just seen nothing to think he's good enough for us at right back. At right wing slash right mid, he'd be a good cover. He's not as good as Forrest. But at right back, he can't defend. He just, he just like, And it's going to be interesting because we're going to speak about the Celtic game later. So don't want to speak about that just now. But that performance against Zurich was really infuriating because it was everything wrong and everything that he always does that was on show and Zurich clearly targeted him. For the people who go, listen, he's a young guy coming from across the world, he needs time to bed in, he's now been here for nearly nine months. His countryman compatriot, Kai Rolls, has been here for a month and hasn't put a foot wrong yet, really, and been fantastic. So I don't really think that argument stands up as much anymore. Again, I get it, he is young, he's going to have time to develop. And I do think a part of the problem is that he's being put in a position that he clearly cannot do. He might have been good enough in the A-League where Jason Cummins looks like Pele, so you don't really need to... Like, that league is not at the similar standard.
1: But but this, this is what I was going to come on to, because is it the fact that he gets away with performances against your lower-end premiership teams? It's, it's in the big games that it's highlighted... That he might be a liability defensively, you know. I think Melbourne City—that's where he was at, wasn't it? Yeah. They—they yeah. they pretty much won everything down under. He played when, when as he was a winner there. almost, right? Yeah. So there you go. So any any form of defensive work, but again, this this leads on to my frustration because look at who's in the dugout. Michael yeah. Smith would be a great tutor to learn from, mm-hmm. but it seems like he hasn't. And this is this is the big thing for me because I I really do feel as though right backs the problem position now. I love too. Michael Smith, a fantastic servant, a real coup for us on a free transfer. But let's not kid ourselves, he's getting on. Natty Atkinson shows glimpses, and that's being kind. We need somebody that's... Like like Michael Smith when he first arrived. A steady Eddie, somebody to compliment Kingsley stroke Cochrane on the other side. But it doesn't seem like we've got anybody... Lined up, or even like there's nobody being mentioned, it seems as though because we're quite light in offensive areas that that's going to be what we're targeting first and foremost. Um, so I don't know that that's that is a wee bit of a worry, but again, like I just thought that this would have been corrected by now.
0: That's that's the thing for me, it's just the time period, it's that he's just showing fewer signs. However, he did get brought off. Michael Smith came on. The second half, I wouldn't call it a non-event in the sense of, because...
1: It was poor.
0: Well, well, no, I don't think it was poor. I just think we were better. And they, so as a result, they we, then just had a agreed to defend. So we're like, well, we're not going to push it too much. We didn't want to throw everything at it because... It could have jeopardised. No, yeah. The second leg. I, I hear
1: what you're saying. I, I feel as though our stance on the game would have been a goal defeat's not a terrible result.
0: Yeah, it's all right. I think most Hearts fans would have taken that before the end. Before they get, I certainly would have. I certainly would have taken a two-one defeat beforehand.
1: But, but this is where like it it plays tricks with your mind because you're watching the game and thinking, like we're. We're at fault for both goals. We we could easily cut the mistakes out, and perhaps if we were that little bit more, a little bit more, sort of looking for ambitious, we could have maybe nicked a second. I I, I think when the introduction of Boyce and forest was we did look f- far more threatening, and easily yeah. on another day could have you know the chance is forest where he skews way wide. And I think his boys peeling off at the back stick if my memory serves. Yeah. That's, that's a big chance. Um, but in terms of clear-cut opportunities, I think the main positive that I'll take from it is we didn't really carve any out, but we're still firmly in the tie because of Shanklin's penalty, first and foremost, and limiting them to fairly few opportunities, albeit they maybe could have scored one or two more, probably in the first half more than the second, though.
0: I think the change with uh, Boris... Boris... Forrest and Boyce <laughs> coming up. That's their duo tag team name, Forrest. <laughs> I think the change to a four, with them coming on, it, we just look way more comfortable in a yeah. four. And I think, I mean, at one point, Cammy Devlin was playing right mid. I don't suggest we do that <laughs> n- uh, on Thursday night. But generally, we just look way more comfortable. You can tell players kind of just feel more settled Again, Kingsley. I saw that Kingsley had the most amount of tackles, the most amount of passes in the entire game. Second to him was Kai Rolls. I thought they two were good. They were. I thought Kai Rolls was my man in the match personally. Yeah, he won eighty nine percent of his duels. I like the eighty two percent. He's just he's he's good. really no nonsense as well. He's like Halkett. He can still play, but he is quite like him and Halkett I really like as a partnership. Where it's just like. They're just going to heed it.
1: And, and this this is what I wanted to come on to because I don't know or I can't work out for the life of me when everybody's fit and everybody's available what is the best formation for the squad and what is our strongest 11 in terms of personnel. So you I, probably I, have. I, well, it is but I still feel like some spots are guaranteed. Yeah, yeah definitely. But I hear what you're saying. I, I think we are still a work in progress really which is good. But I do, I don't know I I I much prefer a four at the back.
0: Same, so would I.
1: But however, in, with Halkett out, what now happens? Because Cochrane, Kingsley, Rolls, and Atkinson, Stroke Smith sounds all right, but is that three left footers in there?
0: I disagree with this argument because Kingsley and Rule have both shown they're as good with their right feet. It's not like it's two left-footed centre halves who can only play. Especially Kingsley. Kingsley's shown they can do whatever he a wants. He's a baller. Yeah, but anyway, we'll get to that when we're okay. previewing okay, this okay. Euro okay. game. So, two-one finished. Craig Gordon made a massive save at the very end to keep us in the tie as well, yeah. which was pretty pretty massive. Donny's um, after
1: eye did nothing. Which was great Don't that was
0: Why would you say this I didn't want to but, mention them Because he's definitely <laughs> Going to score the winner um, now oh, um, Guaranteed
1: um, As all the hearts Like As all hearts would know I thought the young lad The, the Italian the Nonto Is it
0: Yeah The 19 uh, year old striker Hope, hope yeah. he's moved on By the time we play them But chances
1: no, <laughs> um, But yeah a, a repeat performance from Dominic I would be great, but you just know that he's talking to it. And when he does, that's fine. You can all attack me on Twitter. That's okay. Or there in person. But yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have mentioned that.
0: Anyway, amongst all this, we do still have to play in the league, and we had the small, small part of going to Celtic Park.
1: Are you going to go weekend. around the grounds for the rest yes, of the because we'll what be a mental weekend in the century. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't worry about that. I've got that covered. So, before that, we were the only Sunday kickoff as our game got moved. It was meant to be on the Saturday, but because we were in Europe, got moved. So, the Saturday kickoffs: Aberdeen, Liverpool Loney apparently only scores Rakers what as hole. they beat St Johnston 1-0. Ross County seem to just go, let's just break everybody's legs. That's our tactic as they won. 1-0 against Killy. I have seen that Ross Callaghan and Jack Baldwin today both were served two match bands eh, on top of their uh, sending-offs.
1: Ka- how Callaghan isn't sent off before it's the one that he's sent off for it? It's is, insane. Uh, cre- uh, Derek McInnes has every right to be raging at that. Yeah. A shocker.
0: However, Killy still without a win in the week this season. Motherwell, Hamill Ball still in full effect. Hamill Ball in
1: full flow, baby. you got to love as it. As
0: as they beat Livingston 1-0 St Mirren continued to just pile on the pressure onto Jack Ross as they handedly won 3-0 at Tannadice, and then the most talked about eventful game was at Easter Road where Hibbs drew in the 98th minute because Hibbs' plan is apparently to just get all their points after the 90th minute another great win for the High yeah. yeah.
1: as they drew against
0: nine men Rangers so from all the other five games, what were your main thoughts on them?
1: We could probably dedicate the rest of the podcast to this weekend, couldn't we? <laughs> um, let's see. Hibs Rangers. Rangers don't lose that game if they go down to... Yeah, of course not. I, I'd even argue with ten men. I'd well, like, they didn't lose
0: the game. They won oh, the game. Sorry, Rangers... Yeah. yeah.
1: What did I say? Rangers don't lose the game. Sorry. Yeah, you said yeah, Rangers sorry. don't lose Rangers the don't drop points. Yeah. You, know, you knew what I meant. Yeah. Hips think it's another win, so we'll go with that. Um, yeah, But, I mean, Morelos, so stupid. John Lundstrom's isn't a red, I will say it that is. much. It definitely is. I don't think it is. It's definitely a red. Elsewhere, Leighton Clarkson's goal, you're as well just stopping goal of the season now. <laughs> an absolute world day. Um, can I just say, the waxing lyrical the other week about how Dundee United Hearts is always a great game, can we stop televising St Johnston Aberdeen? An absolute <laughs> snooze fest. Possibly the worst football match of all time. It, it probably rivals like Morton Dunfermline because that was historically shite as well. Uh, terrible. I think there's been one goal just about in every single game of theirs ever. Um, one goal max, that is. Uh, Ross County, again, I had Aberdeen and County both to win 1 0. Um, Kelly, I've been dealt a tough start, I think. Yeah. I think it's only a matter of time before think. Like they're not gonna be in bother. Um a side that I did think would be a bother was St. Mirren, but are they as much bother as Dundee United? Because Jesus wept. The manner of the goals, the rumours about Jack Ross supposedly leaving.
0: The rumours apparently about players having meetings without him.
1: Oh dear. That club is in disarray. And yet it seemed to all the world as though that that first leg against Alkmaar that United were really onto something how how it can all change within a matter of weeks is just remarkable shows you
0: how quickly Scottish football and football generally can just oh, cherish really, the moments yeah, that you're doing well yeah, yeah.
1: really Um and was that all the Saturday fixtures that I just mentioned there Uh yes no Motherwell, Motherwell. no Motherwell Hamel Ball. brilliant I mean an- another shocking game by all accounts first half yeah. but a Kevin Van Veen penalty just lit it up so that's it's 100%. never a penalty either I'm trying to think what it was for a handball but it hit someone on the chest Who? oh somebody on the left hand side wasn't it yeah who was it was it Montano it was. the left back wasn't I think it? so yeah. I think it was yeah.
0: Jefferson Montano
1: yeah I harsh but yeah <laughs> who cares um, I yeah I mean what can I say the Edinburgh Glasgow games were worth discussing yes exactly other than that not a, not a great deal going on was there but that's that's the cinch I mean it was too high scoring last week so they had to lower the standard this week
0: still fair amount maybe just all consigned to like three games like well, half the games are uh, high scoring uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. should
1: I say unless it's at Tanadice where goals are going a plenty Danadice <laughs>
0: or Celtic Park and Celtic Park is where of course Sunday kickoff we go now there's two big talking points from this one of them is that in the week this is my story I think put up the first tweet that then it got like 85 replies and like loads of people it was a contentious subject what level of team do you want to see at Celtic I mean, Park.
1: It's as though there is absolutely no pleasing the and Lillian fan base, but yeah. you don't have to whatever, tell me that.
0: <laughs> whatever lineup came out that tunnel, people were going to be unhappy. However, personally, I was a happy person because we rested a lot of players. Seven now, big, changes, was it? Seven changes, yes. The big talking point was in goals. I had previously advocated for Ross Stewart to start. I didn't advocate for him to start in the conditions that he started in, though. Yes. Because I was hoping that Gordon would just be rested. However, Robbie made it clear in sports sound that Craig has had a back spasm. He is fine for Thursday. We can all relax. But it was a needless risk to start. So the team was Ross Stewart and Goals. Cochrane, Rolls, Sibick and Atkinson in the reversion back to the back four. Halsey and Haring as the two. Forrest, Boyce and GMS in behind Janelli. Now, when that team came out, there was an expectation <laughs> uh, uh, that it was going to be 12-0 by half time. And one of the people that would have had to watch that is the second point, is that you were there.
1: Yeah. How, how was that? I hate Parkhead. It's the worst away day in the league by a country mile. Hate it absolutely despise it. And uh, What what do you want me to say? As soon as I saw that team, I was in Queen Street, waiting for my connecting train to Duke Street, and I was considering just patching it and getting on the first train back to... Did you (laughs) agree with that from a general
0: point of view, or were you just thinking, I've now got to go to
1: Celtic Park and watch this? Here's, Here's my take on it, because I get a lot of stick for this amongst my pals. I don't mind us... Resting the team for this game because, as far as I'm concerned, our Parkhead record is rank. We've got bigger. Whenever we play, we've got we've bigger got to fish to fry <laughs> on Thursday. Exactly. My annoyance is, and I know that you're going to pull me up for this. I know you're going to get frustrated with this. Is Robbie's comments saying. with regards to closing the gap, wanting to win in Glasgow? Don't simultaneously say that and play that team.
0: No, I don't think that's fair. I think it would be I think that would be a fair point to make if it was any other time in the season and there wasn't context. Like, but the, again the,
1: again, it, like he's only saying this because of Thursday. And he's only playing this team because of Thursday. And I'm all for that. You'd have offered me that, I'd I, I did not yeah. mean that.
0: So I don't think it's fair to then go, I but you said that you want to close guy. It's like yeah he means that in a general sense. He doesn't just mean but the thing playing is, old firm games in Glasgow.
1: The thing is, though, mate, he's so predictable. As soon as Alex Cochran was sent off, I knew he'd come out and slate the red, the red card. That was before Toby Civic had been sent off. I knew that he'd come out and say about the referee. But, but that's
0: what. But like that's but, just football uh, patter.
1: But it's not. Yes,
0: it is. Klopp, we last, sh- night.
1: Klopp, Klopp last night Klopp. they should hold, have won. hold on a second. Jürgen Klopp's been moaning for years when he had Sadio Mane and Mo Salah about African combinations. Well, sign some players to replace them then. You've practically got a blank checkbook. You've been in England for how long? And you moan about it year after year. Well, do something about it then. Like, Why do managers get such a free pass with moaning about stuff like fixture congestion? playing squads Robbie knows what he wants within a squad what players he wants to side so I'm not having I'm not having managers coming out and saying like all oh, this nonsense I know that perhaps I do take what managers say too yeah, literally you did. sometimes what was about I'll give was, you that
0: you are the person but, they are appealing to they want no. people to not speak about the game it's the famous thing about like uh, think when um, Mourinho it's, was at Chelsea it's sugarcoating shite No it's not. What it It is, is. it's completely it's completely distracting from the game so that people don't focus on his team's performance, they focus on him and his comments.
1: But everybody's on to it, everybody sees through it.
0: No they're not. Because they're working (laughs) it's
1: working, (laughs) you just sat on your speech. It's not it's not. I'm more concerned about the piss poor performance. Yes, we showed a couple of glimpses, but we didn't have a shot on target. So don't come out and give us this nonsense.
0: I don't want to analyse this game bit by bit, because we'd be here forever! No, because it's a game that meant nothing, and I think it was great. (laughs) I (laughs) think it was really good.
1: (laughs) Right. ah. There was two ways of looking at this. Because again, when the team first came out, I was thinking, I did have a wonder to myself, I can remember Celtic battering Aberdeen 9-0 at Parkhead, and I was thinking... Is today, the day <laughs> that they hit <had> double figures. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, do you know what? Like, during the game, yes, Kyogo's goal was early. But mm-hmm. did Celtic really break a sweat? No, I think they played badly. Not particularly. It was a terrible game. A terrible, terrible game. And the games that we've had last season, three out of the four league meetings last season were defined by a sole goal. And they were at least tight. They were sometimes edgy. This wasn't really... There was a spell where I was thinking, you know what? We're still firmly in this. We could perhaps nick a point. But... I, I was know. like that until the 82nd minute. And then the cards come out.
0: But I, 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 I genuinely really disagree. Um, I was more than... Not, you're never happy to lose any game. It doesn't matter the, the context of it. But I was like everybody else. I saw that team and was like, "We to get be an absolute five nil by, yeah. yeah." And I want to say this because it would be hypocritical for me not to. I spent earlier in this show criticising Atkinson. I think that was arguably Atkinson's best defensive performance for us this season. Oh, when man. you take into account of the fact he's up against far and away the best, the player, best in the player in Scotland. Yep, right, I agree with that. James Tavernier is going to get ruined by Jota 100 times a game. There is no fullback in the league that won't get ruined 100 times a game. But, and part of it is... Yes, Celtic didn't play nowhere near the levels we have seen that the Celtic team could play. But, Jota was not as effective as he's been in other games. And I think part of that was down to Atkinson's positioning, his, his endeavour, and he chose to do a thing that I've never seen him do it and I pray that he does it more he actually realised that he had Forrest in support I think Forrest had a very selfish role in this game because he knew as a winger going to Celtic Park you're not going to get many opportunities No, but him and Atkinson I felt at least I might be getting like people might say I'm trying to find positives where there are none I think they did a very good job in doubling up on Jota. Now, Jota obviously still got past them 12 times or oh, something.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. I'm not sure but I'm But do
0: that against anybody.
1: Do you know what? You're somewhat right because Greg Taylor was responsible for quite a lot of deliveries. Greg Taylor was hand man hand in the match.
0: Side. He got man in the match.
1: But again, I felt as though, and I, Like, I know that it's tough going to Parkhead for, for a Hearts team. But. Cochrane and Atkinson for me I don't know how many times Jota and Maida got in behind them and it was just a ma- I was just looking at it thinking it's only a matter of time before well Kyogo had already tucked one from what is it Maida's cross when yeah. Cochrane should really smash either the ball away or just take Maida out does neither and it's put on a plate for him. but I thought they I thought they got in behind us with But I ease. think
0: my point is I think we could have Fisas there and they would still get this Celtic team would still get in behind us twenty times. Myda Ma- Maida,
1: Myda's nowhere near the player of Jota though. I will say that. I don't think I don't agree. I don't think he was that great. But he only beat Cochrane twice in the game. And well, oh, this is the thing. Like Jota, Jota's the main threat. Yeah, and, and I think and, I
0: think he played nowhere near the levels of ability. And part of that was down to Atkinson. But I don't. I don't think they're overly asked. I, I, no, like, I, of course not. But that's not how we need to look at it. We need to look at it as the backup brigade went to Celtic Park and gave a very a good job. account they, they, of themselves. They, yeah, yeah, they did an they, excellent they, account. They did a, of themselves.
1: They did a job. Um, I, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I like.
0: Well, I know. I know. I'm going to ask you a question, so I know what I, what right, you go say. On,
1: just, just fire away.
0: There is no irony in my tone here, I'm not being facetious here, that everybody, needs to, congr- everybody yeah. needs to everybody congratulate Ross Stewart. It was. He pulled off of two saves. saves that were Craig Gordon-like. The first one was a Craig Gordon-esque
1: save. <laughs> I have to say, I did find it funny within the away end when there was chats of there's only one Ross Stewart and cheesy, yeah. cheesy. That's... I, I
0: genuinely am <laughs> delighted for him because everybody, when they saw that team, the main issue, people went... Ross Stewart up against Celtic. It's going to be a bloodbath. And he he, he was at well. fault for neither goal. He can't be blamed for either of those goals. No, the first on a st-
1: plate and the second's just... I, I think it's down to a lack of personnel, if I'm honest. They've just yeah, got that little it's, it's bit just more like space. A, and, it's a known goal. Like. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, whatever. He, he made two massive saves. I will say this. I thought his distribution was good and is way better than Gordon's. I don't care about Gordon's lack of distribution. Gordon,
1: if He makes amends for that with shot stopping and just being a wall. Yeah,
0: literally. Gordon could every single goal kick. Gordon could just kick it straight out of touch. I don't care. (laughs) Like, I genuinely don't care. Like, he's that good. Probably as well
1: doing that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) Ross Stewart's distribution was actually good. He's got some kick on him and it went all the way up. I will say this as well. Haring was terrible against Zurich, and I thought he was great against Celtic.
1: In fairness, Ross Stewart does get plenty of practice when, you know, Craig's warming up and what have you, so you'd like to think that he's kicking yeah, some, a, a subsequent standard. Uh, Paul Gallagher's probably the best kicker at the club. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Big Pedro... I, I, do you know what I thought with regards to the team selection? I thought, when Big Pete's got the armband, that pretty much speaks volumes, because... It was a guy that last season we didn't even know if we were keeping towards the back end of the campaign. So that speaks volumes about the eleven that we put out. They did a decent enough job. Stayed in the game far longer than I thought they would, yep. which is the biggest compliment I can pay them. On another day, if we create a clear-cut chance or two, maybe come away with a point. But do you know what? When I, when I saw the lineup at Queen Street lower level I was silently shitting myself yeah, exactly. Everybody and, I, was. and I had no reason to really within the game, that's, that's the best and compliment I could pay them
0: also just before we move on to the refereeing decisions which I know people want us to speak about even if I'm not that fussed we will speak about it, I want to just give a mention sure to someone who's been in the press today as we're recording this I thought Janelli was excellent I thought he was again in a very selfless role, playing the number 9 at Celtic Park when you're not a big physical player like Shanklin, so you're going to have to do a lot of running. I thought, yes, listen, he was the one with the two chances, and he missed them both. I, I accept that. I think he should do better, especially the was, first one. There
1: was there was a couple times we questioned the work rate, a wee piece, but it's a graveyard shift. I Let's just, be honest. I, it, I, I, I don't, don't think it's a work
0: rate. I think it was just he physically couldn't move at points. <laughs> like, he was so <laughs> tired. Like, he'd ran himself into the ground. And I think, Fair. especially the last 15 minutes... He just looked absolutely exhausted. So, Jaded. he's came out today and been very honest and said he doesn't fit into the team. He was just like, yeah, I don't fit into this team, but I'm going to fight my way back into it. He's like, I don't want to leave. He's like, I, I want to be
1: here. I do wonder if Charles Dunn was in the away end, and I know that he and Josh Ginelli are quite tight. I, I know that Motherwell were looking for creativity, but now he's at St Mirren. I don't know. Could that be... That Gino choice? said he had
0: no desire to move because he was like, why would I want to leave a club playing European football?
1: Which I get. But there must come a time where you think, I'm not getting my game here. Yeah, I'd be as well too. Absolutely. I, I don't know. That could just be mere speculation. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like though, he's the type of player to come back and haunt us if he does move to another Scottish club. <laughs> I, I just... Yeah. Do you know, because we've seen it so often, I just get that impression. But He just
0: goes against Tayside clubs and us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing against, like, Hibbs, Aberdeen, like, uh, Dundee United, maybe. It might continue yeah. that theme, we don't know, but yeah, would probably be more of a, <laughs> a hindrance task than a help.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll speak about the red cards. Obviously, two double yellows. Cochrane's, I think, his, I think Cochran's is harsh considering the context of the game. I think it's like Clancy should be looking at that and going, Is it a double yellow? I think it's a booking, but it's one of those where most players who are on a booking already avoid that. But
1: I think the, the first foul they had to take him out because they were away. Oh,
0: the first foul is like fully a booking. He's like but it's wrestling a dazzling
1: daft when on a booking. Absol- that's
0: what I mean absolutely but my point is just I've seen lots of players do that and not get a second book in but at the same oh, time yeah. I, I yeah. understand why Clancy booked up yes. I don't think there's any complaints about the second one I will say this though and I saw Michael Stewart said it on Sports Scene and I really agreed with them. and then I saw other people on Twitter and my dad was saying it Toby Sibik's not to blame for that. Barry McKay is.
1: Yeah, because he loses the ball and like is yeah. is blissfully unaware of how much time or he thinks he's got a lot more time than he does in reality. Yeah, loses it. They break away and Cibic's left like it's he silly. Has to. Yeah, has it's silly, but he's got no real like his hands because for there Cibic is the back. His is- back.
0: There is the slightest glimmer of hope that we nine men and one nil, we could get some at the very end. So it's, he's like, uh, yeah. I just have to do this. I have to just grab him down. It keeps it at one nil.
1: Let's see what happens. Because uh, again, like, prior to Barry McKay received the ball, we actually kept the opportunity alive. Yeah. I'm thinking, if we pull this out the bag, it would just be <laughs> hilarious. Um, but needless to say yeah caught dwelling I think was Barry Mackay and yeah. ultimately I do feel for Civic because he's punished for it um, and I hope that Hal gets back I mean he's not going to be back for Sunday so this is going to be slim pickings is this the game for Lewis Nielsen this St Johnston game or do we go with a back four and play the three left footers like I'm concerned about well uh, right I, I don't let's know. get into it now
0: because FC Zurich is when this releases
1: Tomorrow, but yes. as we're uh, recording this, we're recording this on Tuesday the twenty-third. In two days, less than forty-eight hours to go <laughs> till Tidecastle Castle be rocking. I'm very excited. Oh, be
0: amazing! What what team do you? I have a team that I know I'd no ad play for Zurich. Yes, for Zurich. I would play four-two-three-one. I would play Gordon, Cochran, Kingsley, Rolls, Smith, Devlin, Grant. Uh, MacKay, Forrest, Boyce, Shankland.
1: I'd probably agree with that. To be honest, that my, uh, centre half is the worry, though. Just because of I, this whole left foot conundrum, bit. I just
0: what? don't think that's as big a deal when it Kingsley's the other one. Also, I think Kai Rose I, has shown that he I'll can I'll play with both feet.
1: Love the fact that you've gone Grant, centre mid, and Boyce, and just go all out because that's. I, I, I think I'm it's it's on twofold, if, right? If we start at the exact same team. And mentality is against Dundee United. Obviously, barring Halkett, I'd I'd be pretty happy with that.
0: I think I would play Grant in a deep line playmaker if we're getting into FM terminology.
1: Don't say this, because you're just going to lose the older... (laughs) Alien, the everybody.
0: Basically, I would play Grant as like a sitting midfielder who can drive the ball forward with his passes. So he doesn't need to be constantly going forward all the time so it provides us a bit of depth in terms of he can sit in front of the four not as a six he, he I and Devlin like would wander
1: though that would be my only concern positioning they would. lack of positioning but if you, I,
0: if you just tell Grant stay in and around here he would listen Devlin won't but I'm, be- I'm <laughs> batting on that because that's what I'm meaning I'm, it, it allows for me Devlin to then just be a box to box and Big big Pete as a
1: defensive sub if we somehow overturn this bring him on in the latter stages just see it out
0: Boyce I think I I made it clear I would have started Boyce away at Zurich I felt you could tell we were missing a person to make it stick and make it kind of just hold everything up
1: do you know what I would love I would love for Liam Boyce to be the man that nets what would prove the winner against Zurich on Thursday I think that would do him the world of good I'd really love for that to happen you know
0: so we agree on teams this is rare
1: I think so I uh, yeah like I say just at the back is a worry for me but in terms of midfield and attack I couldn't agree more
0: right here it is then score prediction
1: oh bastard <laughs> <laughs> Um oh Ah, I've got two scorelines in my head oh, this is right. sheer optimism are we going to keep a, a clean sheet no we're not but we're going to win 3-1 Jesus Christ alright who I are pulled, your goal scorers don't know where i filled that out from um. <laughs> oh dear this is bloody. Donny
0: Sadvalli for me <laughs> <laughs> you can the
1: <laughs> yeah, have the eye um <laughs> After I Forest Shankland and Boyce Interesting.
0: I sadly got Oh no, come <laughs> on. I'm not going that will lose. Oh. I'm going one all.
1: Oh no that'd be gutting. <laughs> yep, I think.
0: Well, I'll give her a go, A good voice.
1: Like I think we're all overlooking the fact that we've still. This was another thing I wanted to touch on. We're all overlooking the fact that we've got the insurance policy of if worst yeah. comes to the worst, dropping into the conference group.
0: That's why I think last week was a six out of ten because it wasn't a disaster. It was. Ba- it was bang
1: that. average. A, yeah, yeah, a, a five slash six. We've lost the way to the reigning Swiss champions. Yes, they've not had the best of times in their title defence or whatever. Yes, they've lost their gaffer, their top scorer, whatever. But in terms of a contest, it was evenly matched because both teams weren't great. If we performed our best, I'm confident we could take care of that mob. I, re- I really, really am.
0: Controversially, I think that's the best they can play. I yeah. thought they were actually quite good. I didn't think they were that they were that poor i thought they were quite good i thought they were quite dominant until we changed the formation and then we started to get more but then even then they could have won it hands down at the end if gordon doesn't make that save but oh,
1: that, I, I, I wouldn't be feeling nearly as optimistic had we conceded the third yeah slash fourth
0: i view that as a positive though i think that's the best they can play but for us as i say that was a six out of ten performance we can play much better than that but I'm still going a one ultra because I'm pessimistic. Because well. you
1: know that it's hearts and <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll get an early goal and then it'll be Avdi that'll pick us AVDI, back. get okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: And send them through Aww. three two. Yeah. Uh, and then St Johnston. Nobody I think it just depends that. how we get through in terms of fitness and can't care less that, that. Who cares? Anyway, the quiz. to finish <laughs> us off. Are you not? Are we not having stay... a
1: St Johnston score prediction or that? No.
0: Oh yeah, uh, three 0 us. Cool. Shine clone hat
1: trick i'll go two 0 no. nice right
0: cool so the quiz i'm back in charge so it's got
1: disaster written all over it for me
0: again we've got two normal questions a multiple choice uh true or false and then who am i
1: i realized i didn't have a multiple choice last week did i yeah it's no, embarrassing I don't I yeah sorry no, it's embarrassing Let the team down. You, I mean,
0: you could have done, you could have been nice and given me a multiple choice for all the scorers, but you didn't, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's list so
1: off nice. list of 27 names for the nine no, when I got down to scorers. No, th- when I got down to
0: the final two, you could have listed five points. Oh, that would have been a shout, been. actually. Yeah, it's fine, Adam, it's fine. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Well, we'll start with the multiple choice one then. Oh, Christ. So, number one. Last season, oh, how many clean sheets did Craig Gordon keep in all competitions is it a 20 is it b 21 or is it c 22. how many clean sheets in all competitions which include the top flight the scottish cup the league cup and the the split
1: half <laughs> Thanks. I know I know how all competitions works, mate. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you seem confused about the concept yeah. of the quest though. No, I, I'm, so... mo- I'm more astounded that it's <laughs> that high.
1: Yeah. That's nothing against Craig, but I, thinking about the cup run, Levy, Auckland Lake, it does yeah. make sense now. Um, I'll go middle for Diddle. I'll go twenty-one.
0: He's off to a bad start. It's a twenty out of forty-six ah. games. Overestimated. Forty-six of... <laughs> games. He kept twenty clean sheets. Ouch. now speaking about playing at Celtic Park and going off your oh, question Jesus. last week who scored the three goals in the last league win at Celtic Park I
1: was going to do my research on this camera <laughs> <Your daughter>. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of them is Andy Driver the free kick correct was
0: correct the free oh, kick
1: Jesus was this not in about 07 it was
0: 2007 it was oh. the we spoiled the party god
1: almighty I want to say. Larry Kingston was stood over that free kick as well, was he not? Yes, he was. I'm going to go Larry Kingston, but I feel like it's wrong.
0: Incorrect. You've got one more player to get.
1: Oh, why did I not do my research on this? I knew, I knew I should have. 2007. <laughs> Christian
0: Naddy. No idea incorrect uh, the other two goal scorers were uh, Ivas Kevichus
1: that's annoying should have got that
0: and from the penalty spot Mickey Pospisil really? yep
1: Presley scored uh, for Celtic uh, I and got... gave away the penalty oh, shock I wouldn't have got Pospisil but I should have got Ivas Kevichus that's annoying
0: zero for two
1: uh, this is easily the worst I'm going to do in the quiz <laughs> that's a shocker
0: right well here's a true or false you've got a half Oh, i still together.
1: get it wrong. i am still
0: get it wrong. Current Heart of Midlothian squad member and Daniel MacIver favourite, Kai Rolls, before choosing to pursue football, was a child prodigy at chess, winning multiple <laughs> national competitions, but eventually gave it up when had to choose to, uh, between football or chess. True or false? <laughs>
1: this is so random. I feel like with the detail that you've got into there, <laughs> this has to be true, but I bet it's not. As so as I say it, I'm gonna go true. It's false,
0: I just made oh! it up completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would I think that Ky Rolls would play? <laughs> Kai Rolls looks like the type of guy that would like inspect insects with like a magnifying glass and all that the eh? way. Right, that's harsh. Uh, There's no need for personal yeah. days just because you're doing Kai.
0: bad in the quiz.
1: Well, Zero yeah, for three. There. oh god Zero this will be the three. first donut oh no <laughs> <laughs> no because it's one. fine
0: you'll get all the questions wrong then this will be the first time you get the who am I oh so bloody better be, I tell you right Lawrence Shankland scored away for Hearts in the European first leg tag against FC Zurich however who scored Hearts first away goal last season first away goal
1: what in the league yep Uh, Was it not Andy Halliday? It's at Mirren. Correct. Yes! He's got one! He's got one. one.
0: So it's one out of four. Thank Thank you, Andrew. We're on on to the who am I? So, I've got five clues
1: for you. Okay.
0: I was signed to heart after a falling out with the manager at my former club. I have played in Scotland, Spain, France, England and the UAE. I have a personal connection to one of the two hosts of this podcast. Alongside Hearts, I played for one other Scottish club, but only for one month. And after years of not playing, I played one game for Cheltenham Reserves in August 2011, scoring in such
1: game. Jesus Christ personal connection to one of us yep well I don't know anybody that's gone over to play in the UAE so who's your pal <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't necessarily mean like we know them oh it will be somebody that like follows you on Twitter or something I'm not, well, I'm not, g- give us the nations that they've played in please
0: they have played in Scotland Spain France England and the UAE
1: Scotland, Spain, England, France, and the UAE. Who the hell has played in the UAE?
0: Would you like e- all the clues again?
1: I'd like the clubs that they've played for. I don't have a clue. Oh, Jesus. Right, I'll get that up. Hold oh, on. Mind you, don't say their name as your.
0: I was in. just about to <laughs> out loud say who <laughs> I'm Googling. So, oh, Jesus Christ, I reckon I had to pronounce half of these. So, he played for Saint Priest, Leon... <laughs> Leon Ducherry, so not Leon, not Leon, Leon Duchery, eh, oh gee, how the hell do you say that? Guggenon, Leal, Luton, Hearts, Almira, Clyde, Burnley, Al Khaledj, Al Nazir, CD Rokates, EF Alhama, CD Manira, and Olympico de, to- de I think Tatana. you're going to try
1: and catch me out here. Is the personal connection to do with me? Potentially. (laughs) I think I know who it is. (laughs) I think I'm going to have a stab in the dark here because this player would have played for us when we were really young. Is that correct, McIver?
0: Potentially.
1: (laughs) Is it Stefan Adam?
0: It is not Stefan Adam. Fuck! He's got it wrong. The personal connection is to me because on my fifth birthday... As we beat Hebs 5-1, he got man of the match oh, for four assists, Jean-Louis Valois.
1: Crikey, I wouldn't have got that. I would not have got that from the rest of the clues. So who, who did he play for in Scotland?
0: Right, so I'll explain all the clues. I was signed to Hearts after a falling out with the manager at my former club. He was playing for Luton and Joe Kinnear, former Newcastle manager and sporting <laughs> director.
1: And there's Charles Insomnia. <laughs> there's yes. a blast from the past.
0: He was manager and they had a massive falling out and he he just wanted out generally and that kind of put him on the radar of Craig Levine who then signed him. Uh, I have a personal connection to one of the podcast hosts. On my birthday he got four assists and controversially got man of the match over Mark DeVries. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Sanderson.
1: Was it Jimmy Sanderson that gave him it? No. No, it was Sandy Clark I think. Sandy Clark. I think I I I I heard that that on Scars Round the Funnel and (laughs) it's still brought up
0: yeah, <laughs> alongside Hart I played for one other Scottish club but only for a month, he, he joined Clyde on a trial and scored in the only game he played in against Stranraer in a 1-0 win um, and then after, f- I've played in Scotland Spain, France, England, the UAE and after four years of not playing I played one game for Cheltenham Reserves in August 2011 where uh, they won 1-0 again and he scored the winner, but it was made clear to Cheltenham fans he was just there to train
1: no, that, that that was tough. I don't know if that's because we would have been that's like us starting out as hearts fans, but yeah, that, w- w- that literally was literally
0: on my fifth birthday, you were four.
1: Jesus. No. Decent of who am I, but that's that's too much. I need to get you well, back a a hard one next week.
0: <laughs> you give me David Obua with like hey, Shabal oh. be being the Ugandan well, national look, team. Listen, I had to come back
1: with a bang. That's just, and I had I had a couple of tweets with big gun fingers, Dave. Yeah, but they,
0: folk can Google it, so well, it doesn't. They I, count.
1: Sp- I suppose, but oh yeah, mind you, I did it. Um, yeah, no, they ah, who am I kidding? They've definitely googled it. You're right. Yeah, yeah the, scumbags, the scumbags, the well, scumbags. Listen to the show. <laughs> well. It
0: was a scumbag level performance, as it's the worst performance officially in the history of the quiz. Oh, One out of four. E-
1: easy, you're chucking it out, seeing One as out it's five. me. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's true, no one's got... Previously, the lowest was two out of five, also held by yourself. So you're getting all the accolades in the Wade. quiz. Wait, when was the two? I think it was the set. The second time I... I've also only had two as well, but you were the first person I was going to gonna
1: say, I think I've got the strongest performance in the quiz, no? Four out of five? Uh,
0: no, no. Yeah, uh, Laurie does. does
1: Disney count? he's not a regular. <laughs> <laughs> I've, then I've also... I hey, and I've hold on a second. You're saying this as though we're overlooking Laurie for getting Paul Hartley's hat trick. <laughs> One of the most iconic moments in Hart's modern history. No, I'm not having that. That's <laughs> bullshit. Fair.
0: Very fair. Well, next week, you can get me back in episode number 99. One away from Closing 100 next in on next that week. ton, not we, mate? Jesus slightly terrifying but that is everything for episode number 98 massive thank you for listening a lot of stuff to get through we'll have a lot of stuff next week as well but we really do hope you have enjoyed if you have please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice massively massively helps out if you've been watching us and got to be blinded by adam's fantastic henry smith kit
1: yeah i think that's what they said Ninety-three, ninety-four. yeah the, i think so the other jambos will correct us on that
0: if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a like, subscribe, and comment as well. We're on all the social media at Perth to Paisley. You can also email us, perth to Paisley at gmail.com. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials?
1: Uh, you can get my post-Thursday night meltdown on Twitter <laughs> at Adam T. Kendall. <laughs> and what about yourself, mate?
0: I'm at DMerCyver22. We'll be back next week to discuss all the fallout from whatever group stage we're going to be in. After we'll this have the Europe draw. Game. We'll have the Europa we'll have- draw. We'll have the draw and also St Johnston o- at home. Yeah, a but, that. until then, we'll see you next week.
1: Bye-bye. COME ON THE HOUSE!